systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Live from the Sonoran Mountain Range. With a belly full of super fries. I hate you. Digesting as we speak. Welcome to episode 49 of the Pat and AJ podcast. What's the name of the chain we just went to? Los Betos. Los Betos. We had to have been um, Salt Lake City when I lived there back in 03 to 05. And I didn't realize that they were a chain... Uh, per se, like I don't know. They're like, what's the what's the Mexican food scene like in Salt Lake City, Utah? Actually, uh, funny you would say that because when I worked in Salt Lake City, Utah, on the radio side of things, I was on um, a hip hop station. I know a lot of you were thinking, well, Salt Lake City. I'm not thinking exactly the bastion of hip-hop. Now, one, they were very favorable years to hip-hop. This is 2003 to 2005. Those are good years. Those are, I mean, M&M's. Yeah. Anything he put out, including just nonsense, which he, at this point in his career, we'll talk about some of the music from that time as nonsense, would go to number one. 50 Cent just came on the scene. All the crunk music with Lil John. I mean, it was like a fucking good time to be a hip-hop radio station. Uh, the reason why it works so well and still does to this day that that's in radio station, there is a huge uh, Latino and Polynesian uh, population within Salt Lake City, Utah. So the Mexican food scene there works. And too, not only does it work, it's pretty good, along with the Polynesian food scene, too. How would you compare it to Tucson? Well, Tucson's killing it. I mean, you're still not going to be Tucson because you're an hour from the border. This is I feel, amazing. That's what I said here. I said, you can go to the chains here, and the chains can knock your socks off. The chains are amazing, and then you go to a local place, and that's amazing. Yeah, so it's all good. It's all good all the time. But, yeah, we sat by a, swung by a place. I just wanted something real fast in between lunch and dinner because I knew if I had nothing, I'd be cranky by the time dinner no, came. you'd be hangry. And we have to do this whole you know podcast thing. So I said, you know what? I'm oh, gonna... I'd I'd clock you out if you yeah. if you were hangry during this podcast. I'd walk away. So I said, man, we're out running some errands. I'm like, I'm gonna swing through this Los Betos and get these rolled tacos, which are just enough to like fill you up. Yeah, not really a huge, not like a, you're getting a big burrito or something, but just enough. Well, we get into line, and all of a sudden, so AJ never wants anything whenever. I get food. She's forever. You have leftovers. You have something you can whip together. You just, you are your own little monster with that. But today she looks up at the menu and goes all in on like the heaviest dish on the fucking thing. (laughs) It was super fries, by the way. Oh my God. Four o'clock in the afternoon. She's ordering super fries. Oh, I'm regretting it already. And by the way, for those of you saying what is super fries, it's just a little bit of an America, um, American version of it's, super nachos. Yes, yeah, it's super nachos, but instead of chips, there's fries. And what Which they, I, I will say about that, 
I miss the crunch. Yeah, chips all day. Because chips the fries and the, the carne fries. asada are too similar in texture. I think chips would have been better. But don't get me wrong, it wasn't. It was amazing. So it's a bed of fries with a scoop of uh, sour cream and guac and cheese, cheese and pico, real cheese, real cheese. Yeah, uh, pico with carne asada, which is steak, you know, chopped up on top of it. And, you, uh, you say it, and I can't believe I just ate it. <laughs> and like, she not only did it catch her eye, it was like totally one of those things where there's just a picture of it, and she's like, ooh, like a little kid. She's yeah. like, me want that. And I go, do you want that? And she inquires as to what it is. They tell her, and she goes, yes. yes. I go, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And then, like, literally, we realized the bag, 90% of the weight in the bag <laughs> the was- the super fries. Is the super fries. <laughs> Not not Pat's Pat's food. It was mine. I legit. I woke up. I had my coffee for lunch. I had my leftover dinner from last night, and all I wanted was something very light to get me through. And I said, "Nice little rolled taco, very Ooh. light, very simple." And you come through <laughs> like a fucking champ. This is very you know out of what? character. I mean, she that listen. She's not the girl to do this. That's why it's so cool. She never does this. But you know why I did it? Because Aunt Flo is in town. Oh, yeah. And She's what- ragging, but not really. Can <laughs> Can you explain this? How do you rag and not rag? Oh, man. Um, like, so- like women, I assume, will understand this language. But as a guy, I've been married to her now for over a fucking decade, and I still do not quite understand. I love going from talking about, like, super nachos to periods. Right into period <laughs> blood. But so, I mean, okay. so what is it? What What's happening right so now? So when I was a teenager, and I first got, I think I got my period when I was 13. By the time I was like 16 or 17, it was bad. It was like um, bleeding profusely the type, like I passed out in the bathroom and that was, I think I was 17. And that was when my mom said, we have got to get you to a doctor because you can't, like I had to go home when I was ragging at school. I was that chick who was actually ragging when we were in swim class. That's not, I wasn't just trying to get out of swim class. Um, but we went to the doctor and what they normally do is they put you on some form of birth control to kind of lower. And you were how old? You said 17? 17. 17. Yeah. So, and my mom was not opposed to that at all because say you was, already, were you having sex at, at 17? No. Okay. So no. at least there not was, until I was 18. Okay. So you didn't have a rush to no. like get on birth control well, early for that. And I, I remember I kept telling my mom, like, I don't want to do this because I'm sexually active. I just, I can't deal with these periods. Like it's, it's, it's debilitating. You're sick to your stomach. Your sure. legs hurt. By the way, no matter what you said, your dad did not believe that. I just know. so you know, your dad's like this fucking girl is out there <laughs> Spread, out. spreading her legs around town <laughs> it was not sexually active oh she needs this for her period so the doctor said you know you get like the last week of pills are placebo which okay. now they don't even put in the pack which okay. i always thought was kind of stupid anyway the placebo are just sugar pills yeah but people to keep in a routine they take yeah. them they don't even put them in the package anymore okay um but my doctor said listen you know if and, and this was after i had our son when i was 24 um, but he's like, listen, you don't really have to get your period every month if you're not like having a, a, a litter of kids. So he said, you can skip your period. You mm-hmm. only really need it like a couple times a year, if that. You can skip it by just skipping the placebo week and going straight to your next pack of birth control. Okay. So that's what I do because my my periods are literally so debilitating that I don't want to deal with them. And I'm also done having children. And so this, that's how so, I roll. Okay. But, but, so I don't get the actual... So disgusting. The physical, the physical aspect I, of discharging an egg. No, I don't. I, that doesn't happen. But 
but everything else does except for the cramps. Like you get, you still, you still get super hungry. I broke out this week. Do you retain water? Yeah, I'm bloated. I wondered why I was sleeping nonstop. I'm like, oh, duh, because it's that time and, of the month. And apparently she eats like I did when I was a drunk in my 20s. <laughs> because I wasn't putting down Los Betos in Salt Lake City, Utah at four in the afternoon. It was more like 4 a.m. <laughs> Because they were 24-7. I am d- flat out disgusted with what I've eaten today. Like, I can't, it's so unlike me. It was so and, funny. She turned into Chris Farley from the Gap Girl <laughs> sketch. We're just halfway through. She's like, leave me alone. I'm starving. Leave me alone. I'm starving. I'm like, go ahead. And I, I really only minimally helped her out on the super fries. Yeah. I left them to her. It was and a wh- normally I, like, push them on him. I'm like, hey, help yeah. me eat these. But I really kind of shoveled myself. It was and- very <laughs> Velociraptory. You know, like, you just, you lowered the cow into the little <laughs> paddock and and then you just step back. Clever girl. But, uh, well, that's so that's that's how we fueled up for this podcast. But I knew we needed to because I said yeah. if we don't, we're both going to be fucking crabby. Well, we ate really early today. Yeah. And I ha- I don't know. I just I had a lot of work to do today. So I was working a lot and just focusing. And by the time I was done, I was like, oh, my God, well, I need coffee or food or something. Welcome here to the 49th episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. And don't forget, we are now <gasps> just one episode away from our 50th episode video extravaganza finally going multimedia like all the big shows thank and you for reminding me because i forgot yeah we'll be uh, i'll wash my hair before friday we'll be doing uh this uh, friday's episode in both an audio form that you can stream wherever you're streaming this whether it's on apple podcast or spotify or amazon music whatever one of you is on Podbean, i think um and you'll also be able to watch a video version, which we will upload to Facebook and YouTube and all the appropriate channels that lets us. Does Instagram let us do something that big these days? Do we have the uh, Instagram is a real pain a in the weird. butt, so I, I just kind of blow it off. But we'll have it out there for you, and uh, maybe you'll watch it, maybe you won't. But it actually, seems... no, Instagram will be okay because we'll, we don't okay. we don't play music anymore. Yeah, no, there's no Instagram music. is really really tight on the music thing. Yeah. Like you cannot get around it, like you can on Facebook. You have to have copyrights. Yeah, and but we don't play. I keep thinking we're still on the radio no we're in we which have a podcast. which which right now i i feel that after um my twitter interaction with uh elohim huh that i c- that i could elon get, musk i could get licensed music from her so if who we, the hell is if, elohim um i would say she's in the vein of billy eilish okay but older she's not that young um, kind of a newer era Gaga. She does it all on her own. Like she plays all the synths and yeah. she programs all the drums okay. and she sings and she produces it. I stumbled into her. He was just really excited that I, she like. I really was. She tweeted back at us yeah. and I said, "You have to explain because not everybody knows no, who you him is." She's very, she's a very hip act, very hip. Probably too hip for me, but even I, I say she's definitely too hip for me. I stumbled into her show at Bonnaroo a couple uh, years back when we were still doing fun things, and I just watched her set and I'm like is amazing and this girl is, should be on the radio why aren't her songs on the radio and she's a great songwriter and i just tweeted about her new album that came out uh, this week and she tweeted back like thank you so Very much excited. and i was like oh that's really nice so while we have her attention now would be the time to say by the way can we have your permission <laughs> to use your music to on use your music not even that we're doing it right now but then if we ever did and instagram would try to bing you for the music we have her permission you could say i have a fucking tweet and it's a dm <laughs> i don't know if that legally counts i but, think it does yeah right like like if it you, depends though if you directly had an artist that that it's it's their music and they go yeah sure i don't give a shit go ahead and then there were people like prince who would fucking 
stalk you in the middle of the night right. to be like, stop you! Burn down your house. But yeah, so that's going to happen uh, on this Friday's episode, the 50th episode. Who knew that we'd ever make it the 50 episodes? It's fucking crazy. Uh, so thank you all for being here uh, for that. And, and, and thanks for being here wherever you are, man. Wherever you're surviving. I mean, Holy Jesus. hell. I know. I don't. I don't I'm know where you are. I'm truly concerned for our friends in the Pacific Northwest. I'm, and I mean that, like, really genuinely. I'm worried about their safety. Um, we have record heat wave in both Seattle and Oregon, the Pacific Northwest, which is always. It's almost everything minus yeah. kind of like the us, like Nevada, yeah. Arizona. It's most of California too. But you are under a heat dome. Huge heat wave happening there. Uh, you have had rain and tornadoes <sighs> that have rocketed through. The Midwest. Oh my gosh! What what are the mosquitoes like in Michigan right Can't now? Imagine. I mean, like fist size. I think they're just gearing up. I don't think they've even hatched. I think Ooh. all that water that's been there now oh is God. like that's what's fueling I'm them right so now. So sorry, Michigan. But you know, it seems like no matter wherever you are right now, there's some shit going down. You know, kind of sucks that summer now has become this um, shit show. Season- <laughs> it really is yeah, summer shit show, right? Because it used to be like summer was fucking fun, and now every year it's summer. It's like. Are 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 we going to have wildfires, uh, yeah. or or is it going to be so cool there isn't? Or now, while well, there's tropical geez. storms, hurricanes, tornadoes, heat Bloody. waves, heat domes. Speaking of, I um, do hope, by the way, everyone, in, in in all honesty and sincerity, whenever you're listening to this, but uh, we're recording it on June 28, 2021. But with all the extremes in the weather, I hope everyone has stayed safe. And stayed sane. And yeah, don't try to tough anything out, okay? Yeah. I'm really sick of that that kind of, you know, toxic masculinity BS. If you are hot in your house, um, get out. <laughs> get out. Go to the library. That's where my mom used to take us when we were kids. We didn't have air conditioning. But McDonald's, I, the library. Just hope everyone's pulling through because it sucks. Take care of yourself. Check, yeah. You know, I know it's cliche, but check in on your... Your neighbors, your elderly real, neighbors. Right? Yeah. I wonder what that's going to be like for the... Uh, so I've been having... Hey, everyone, here's another reminder. Make an appointment with your therapist. That goes for AJ, too. Yep. Just had my therapy appointment today. I'm like a very regular uh, therapy goer. I go pretty much every two weeks. That's his way of saying he's better than the rest no, of us. No, but I think it's when people ask me what my secret is, I tell them that I put in the work. You do put in the work. That's flat out true, and, and a lot of people don't. Or, you know, maybe they just don't put in the right amount or they're not the right way. But um, as I learned in my uh, therapy, uh, my anxiety about our move has been transitioned to my dreams because we're done with the move. Yeah. And like literally I've been thinking about, holy shit, what must it be like for the new owners of our house in Michigan who are moving in right now in just shit weather? Well, but they, they're from there. So it's not you know, like this. But still, it's It's sucks. not like they moved from like Bermuda, so they're not used to no, Michigan. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is can like, and me and you both knew this, that because we have a pool in our old house in uh, Michigan and it wasn't open. Uh, it was obviously closed when the house was being shown for sale. And then afterwards, I never bothered to open it, saying, you guys can open it on your own time. But the family was so excited to get into the house, like, oh, we think on June 1, we're going to have this thing ready to go so we can just hop in the pool. And just myself knowing what the weather and the conditions can be like, I'm like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So I, I just imagine this poor family now moving into their first home, their first new home. And they're so excited and it's shit weather and they got a pool, but you haven't opened the pool no. yet. And like, once it gets nice, then you open the pool yeah. and then you still got to wait for like that water to like warm up. Yeah. Things aren't going to be like tropical on day one. No. 
Meanwhile, I'm sitting here staring at my fucking pool. Oh my god! Fuck you, you, pool. Can you? First of all, tone down. My god, there are so many f bombs. If I had a nickel, sorry. Um, relax. The pool will be fine. It's still in better shape than when we we moved in here. Calm down. Deal with it. It's very murky today. It is, but that's because we scrubbed the hell out of it yesterday. Not quite sure if I um. I can already tell we didn't scrub enough. No. I'm very concerned that the only way to completely... Say you it. know it. Say it. Damn it. You, you see, know it, too. I know it. The only way to completely clean this thing and get it back to where it needs to be is to drain it, power yeah. wash it, and refill it. And I just don't know if I can handle that with... When we're in a... We live in the desert. There's a water shortage. Well, what kind of irresponsible jerk would I be to animal. drain my pool? Can they save the water? Like, is there any way for them to save the water and pump it back in? Because if there is, then I'll do it. That'd be funny if they did that. I cannot imagine because the pumped water it out, they pumped it back. The in. water really isn't the problem right now. The wa- the the cement pool is it's no, nobody's lived here, so nobody took care of it. So like algae keeps growing, and yeah, you can tell me how to fix it. Trust me, we've done everything. And the AJ pool- just keeps adding more chemicals every day. Every day she's like, "This is going to be it with this chemical mix." Like every day, like like today it was. What'd you just put in there? Algicide. Algicide, and and. And then tomorrow, it's still, it's still going to suck when we wake up. Because. And she'll have another, like, today we're going to try this. When you, before you came here from Michigan, that's yeah. what I was, I was cleaning it and just kept putting tons of chemicals in it. And, like, the next morning, it would be crystal clear. It just wouldn't stay that way. That's the problem. So, no, unfortunately. We are literally, when I mean this. I mean, you can swim in it. It's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's probably, we, it's probably better than a public pool. We are, which aren't even fucking open. By the way, because of like lack of lifeguards. This is in Tucson. This is in Michigan. This is wherever the fuck you're listening. Will you chill out on the f bombs? My God! Now, now that she made it a point, tell me that I can't. Now he's going to keep doing it. So I'm sorry. All right, sorry. It's your fault. You know I get triggered easily. Trigger alert, please. You're fine. But it's it's we're the epitome of the blind leading the blind. Yeah. It's like. Often when we used to work in the radio industry and you'd have these CEOs that knew nothing about radio. No, they knew nothing and nor did they care to learn. And then you'd watch them make these moves and you're like, what the fuck? Are what they is doing? wrong with you? They don't know what they're doing. I feel like if there's people in the pool industry, that's how they would look at us right now. They'd be like, look at, they don't know what they're doing. I'm having like a- they're doing stuff because they want to think that they're doing something, but they really don't know what they're so doing. So I'm having a hard time with it because... We have tried to hire two pool guys so far. Yes. There is a lot of people here in the Tucson area, and I'm sure, you know, just in the Southwest in general, who will charge you per month. They stop at your house once a week. They balance out the chemicals in their in your pool. They clean it out with a net, and then they're gone. It's just a very different game than what we're used to in the Midwest, where a pool is a very seasonal, yeah. um, self-maintained, maybe you pay someone to open or close your pool, but for the most part, you go at it yourself. And there's a ton of these people out here. And so here's the problem. We tried hiring one guy. Um, He was a complete no-show. He said he'd be here in two hours. He never showed. Never showed. Um, Next guy decided he didn't want to because of the type of filter we have. Yeah, apparently we have some. There's a sand filter, a cartridge filter, and a DE filter. And we have a DE filter. And he did not feel like taking on this job. So So the only other, there's two other options we can go with now. We can't, there's one guy who will come over and just balance your chemicals, but he doesn't clean the pool. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, I, I, that probably will be the route we go. There's another option though. There's a, a pool chain that will come over to your house once a week 
and they do everything. Probably costs so much. It's one forty a month, oh, fuck, as opposed so to ninety, which is not. It's, a lot of money. it's not outrageous, but it is a it is it's a jump. Like just. But 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 wait. You've, so but you've got to think. Remember, folks, this is a twelve month a year industry. Let me finish. I'm gonna let you finish. Let me finish. What I was going to say is my problem now is, oh, I hate you so much. You are so punchy today. I want to hire the, because the pool chain store said, hey, you hire us for a couple of months. We show you how to work everything. Then you don't need us, which I thought was really cool. I'm like, oh, wow, you're going to, you know, that's. Was that, but that, is that like in writing or is that just like one of the guys telling you like. I had two different guys from that place say that. They're like a lot of people just have us come over till they can figure out how to do it on their own. But. But. They're also part of a pool chain. Okay. Are they going to try to upsell us on stuff? Like you need Absolutely. this, you need that. Here, you know. Are those the ones that told you you need to clean drain the whole pool? it and power wash it? Yeah, but I yeah. think they might have been right. <laughs> I think they might have been too. I think there's just too much algae oh, on the walls of the pool, and I think we just have. Oh, if we can drain it and save, this I don't know how you'd save the things, water. This is all things when I have a job and I will deal with. Well, that's the thing is we can <laughs> you can swim in it right now. It's not that bad. Theoretically speaking. Again, she says that based on zero proof. Zero proof right now. She says you can swim on it based off of you know what? Why not? Swim it. Why not? But to be honest, why not? Swim in it. I'm not in it. It's hot outside today, but I'm still not in it. It's just weird to me because it's just like it's such let's be honest. It's bougie. It is. This and, is the bougiest thing I've ever had in my life. And I'm very uncomfortable with not only bouginess, but like my privilege. I just something else that I figured out today in a in in therapy that's taken me a very long time for me to be able to admit that I've had a, a privilege in life, right? Like I've always had this mentality of just like I've been this underdog beaten down. You know, well, you have been God. an underdog to a point, but you've also had, yeah. I mean, you've had privileges that most people don't sure. have. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had your college paid for. Sure. Yeah. I'm a, is, listen, he, I'm a white male. Okay. Yeah. If you that's write privilege by itself, if you, if you draw a fucking bullseye of, you know, just privilege in, in life, like I'm, I'm the fucking middle of it. Okay. So, but, but this is such just a bougie thing and to sit here and be like, well, I think I need a pool service. Like I'm telling how to tell a pool. It's just one of those things you psychologically have to get I over. get it. Okay. I feel the same way, but at this point, like we got to do something. We got to do something because what we're doing right? isn't working. We have no clue what we're doing. No. It's so funny. We keep trying. We do. Every day we come up with a new plan based off zero evidence. We'd be the world's worst researchers. If you put us in charge of finding out... Wait a second. Do you know how many YouTube videos I've watched? (laughs) A lot. But, like, what have we really figured out from them? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about, man. I think, yeah, we may just have to go to the professionals. just sucks. Sucks to admit defeat like that. I mean, it's okay, though. But here, it's it's, it's just like anything else. Like, you get it done. And that's what they said to me the first time. They're like, if you drain it, power wash it refill it like you can start from scratch and we won't have this problem again yeah. for a really i mean this is just oh. neglect nobody lived here for a year yeah sure it's neglect nobody lived i just here don't know how any of it works and it is yeah it i would, mean it would legit be like putting me in charge of an investment firm okay <laughs> and they're like pat you make all the decisions and i'd fuck all of them up because i don't know what i'm doing well that's why we probably should just call the professionals mm-hmm. okay we'll do that so do you Come to Milwaukee often? Well, I'm a regular visitor here, but Milwaukee has certainly had its share of visitors. 
The French missionaries and explorers were coming here as early as the late 1600s to trade with the Native Americans. In fact, isn't Milwaukee an Indian name? Yes, Pete, it is. Actually, it's pronounced Miliwake, which is Algonquin for the good land. I was not aware of that. I think one of the most interesting aspects of Milwaukee is the fact that it's the only major American city to have ever elected three socialist mayors. Does this guy know how to party or what? Huh? Huh? I've often thought that we're probably more divided by uh, geographical mindsets than anything else. Really? Because we're like a big country, man. Yeah. Like we are if, huge. If you were to take us and lay us over Europe, we're a bunch of, you know, I mean, you could theoretically. The UK and Ireland fit yeah. inside of Texas. Think you know of it that saying? way, yeah. So we have like the Northeast and the Midwest and the South, Pacific Northwest, Southwest, West Coast, and, and everyone kind of has their own flavor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying anyone's, you know, good, bad, left, right, indifferent. But we're all just a little bit um, different in that respect. So do you like to defend the home team? Do you like to defend your hometown? Do you get riled up if you're from Kalamazoo, Michigan, and you see someone say something bad about Kalamazoo, Michigan, even though you haven't lived in Kalamazoo, Michigan in 37 years, and in fact, you've been settled in St. Petersburg, Florida. But someone said that Kalamazoo, Michigan is a full of a bunch of knuckleheads. And you stand up and put your fist down and say, you, sir, are a knucklehead, are out of line. <laughs> Do you get that territorial? Uh, that tribal almost. Yes and no. Yeah. Sometimes it depends. Depends on my mood. As of recording, the NBA finals uh, is, the, you know, in... Almost the end. We're in the Western Conference and Eastern Conference finals, which after this, you get the two teams that play for the big championship. And I'm not a big NBA guy. I was by default in the 90s because I grew up in Chicago. You had to be, yeah. And with the Bulls, like, it was just fucking everywhere. So you were you were just into it, right? But so, as of right now, there's a great possibility that the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns could end up uh, playing each other for the NBA championship. Now, where would they play each other? It would be uh, in Milwaukee at, is it the Pfizer? It's the Pfizer. Pfizer. What is that, by the I way? Don't is that know. some corporate entity or I'm some I'm sure shit? it is, yeah. So they would play there. I just, I just want to call it the Bradley Center because that's what I grew up with. It's, they, the Bradley, it's Bradley Center uh, Part 2 Electric Boogaloo. They would play there, and then they would play in Phoenix. So they'd play in both places. Yeah, you play in both places. So I could potentially drive up to Phoenix you could, and if, see the Bucks. If you can snag a ticket yeah, to an NBA Finals <laughs> game. If you want one, maybe you, yeah, you could go. You could probably find yourself one. That wouldn't one. be any fun. Um, of course, it, this could all be negated by the fact that by the time you're listening to this, somehow the Atlanta uh, uh, Hawks and the Los Angeles Clippers have somehow come back, and now they're in the finals. This whole uh, this could change. Yeah. This makes no in sense. A second. Move on. Why I'm saying this though is because um, a clip was going around of some ESPN reporters bagging on a potential. Milwaukee Phoenix NBA Finals, basically because Milwaukee is um, a medium market, and Phoenix, I don't think of Phoenix as a medium market. I think of Phoenix as like the major city too, yeah. of the Southwest, but, yeah. I, but I guess as far as isolation, as far as it's not like, you know, you, you do the East Coast and you have... Boston, New York, Philly, they're all so close. Well, we were talking about that because um, I watched this show on the History Channel called Alone, and they always show a map of North America at night. And you can see the populated areas based on what is lit up and what isn't. 
And I always forget that, like, there is a line down the center of the country. And to the right, there are cities everywhere. To the left, there's not. Nothing. So, yeah, Phoenix, I mean, Phoenix is, like, all lit up, but then there's nothing around it for hundreds of miles. And now what you had was essentially a panel of broadcasters that are going to be covering this. This is what they do. And it's they, ESPN, yeah. Yeah, they travel talking about, oh, basically how lame it's going to be. Uh, for the championships to be in these cities. One, because they bag on Milwaukee for just being a smaller town. Yeah. I mean, it's not a sexy town. It's, it's not. It's not Miami. No. It's not L.A. It's not even like Boston where you have this history of the Celtics. It's it's Mil- It's the Fonz. You have... You have sh- it's Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just... It's beer. There, I mean, and this has famously been a problem with the Green Bay Packers. For folks who don't know, Green Bay is a town about the size of my backyard. Oh, it's so tiny. And it's two hours north of Milwaukee. And famously, NFL players hate playing there because after they get done with the game, can they just relax and go out? Not if they actually want to go anywhere. Dude, I... So they usually end up (laughs) going back to Milwaukee or flying home. Because what do you do? You go back to your hotel in Green Bay fucking Wisconsin? Say, remember the, because uh, my first radio job was in uh, the Green Bay area. And yeah. I did one bar event. Yes. The entire time I was there. Yeah. And it was at like the only bar in the Green Bay area. It was like the only club. It was a nightclub. Yeah, it was the club. only nightclub. I was going to say, yeah, the, the, the NFL. There's a, yeah, no, there's a ton of bars in Green Bay. Yeah, I should I, say that again. It was think, the only nightclub. I don't think visiting NFL players are going to go out to Joe's old style no, bar on the corner. but they want to go out to the club. And that's just, you know, so famously, that's already been a problem for Green Bay. Now you have Milwaukee, which it has that same vibe of it. And you have these broadcasters that, you know, fed red meat to the fans of Milwaukee and Phoenix by saying, oh, it'll be lame, but we'll do it. But you know other years are better when we're going between New York and Miami or L.A. and Boston or some shit like that. And it was interesting to watch. Like, it's such... It was easy to, to, to rile up the social media crowd, right? Yeah, and it was almost kind of, it was almost cliche. I was like, why why are you fighting with these ESPN hosts who yeah. aren't going to see your tweet? They don't care. I mean, yeah. even even like big Milwaukee sportscasters were trying to fight back. And I yeah. was like, stop it. Like, this is, you have to understand, radio, whether it's sports or talk or pot, whatever it is, Everybody's a carnival barker, okay? Everybody to is... To an extent, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Everybody is trying to um, get people talking, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. They knew this would get people talking, and it did. And as a Milwaukee native, listen, I love my hometown. I always will. I think yeah. Milwaukee is a very... I say it like you're spelled Milwaukee, not Milwaukee. It's Milwaukee. 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 Uh, yeah, no, Milwaukee is a very... It's a great city. It is. But it has... So, I mean... I learned this when we moved to Michigan and Washington. Remember in Washington, I said, I'm, I told my friend Kel, I said, I'm from, uh, should we wait till the wind dies down? No, don't bother me. When we moved to, Wa- oh man, that's good though. That means there's rain blowing in. Yeah. I told my friend Kel when we moved to Seattle that I was from Milwaukee and he said, oh, do you farm sheep? And I said, holy shit, dude, Milwaukee's a big city. And I'm like, I, and, but he's like, I don't, know, I don't know anything about it. And now, since we moved to Michigan, I realize everybody from Milwaukee vacations in Michigan. Yeah. Nobody in Michigan. Yeah, no one's goes going the opposite Milwaukee. way. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you how many people 
in the Flint area said, hey, I got to go to Milwaukee for business or some, you know, kids yeah. sporting event. What is there to do? Now, Where should I eat? Where should I stay? Because, like, they just don't care. They don't know enough about it. Now, let's talk about this because me and you have fortunately only minimally in our lives really had to travel for our business. Um, when you are in the business of whether you're a commentator or the players or the team or whoever it is, it does get, I have to assume, a little bit more inconvenient. Sure. If it were to, because Milwaukee is a city. I, I don't know if you guys know this. There's no way to get there direct. No. The only way you're getting to Milwaukee direct is to, to fly from Chicago. Yeah. I kid you the Chica- fuck not. It's true. I have And, and maybe Minneapolis. Oh, maybe. Yeah, but it is not a one of those cities where you walk into any major airport and they go, oh, I can get you to Milwaukee. They can get you somewhere to somewhere to get you to Milwaukee. When we lived in the Flint area in Michigan, when my grandmother was dying in hospice and I had to get home. There were no direct flights to Milwaukee from from Michigan. It's not that far. Yeah, I, it was faster to take a train all the way over. So I understand if you're in a Milwaukee market and now you're okay. We have to move this production every two to three days, and it's going to be a pain in the ass because we're connecting in Charlotte or something like that. I get that. Milwaukee is a really cool city. It has so much going for it. Unfortunately. What I remember from growing up is mm-hmm. that we were the most segregated city in the country, which I think we still hold that really? honor. Like, I think we're still in the top three. Wow. Um, most segregated city in the country. And I also remember the first news story every night on the news was murder. And when I moved away from there, I realized that's not what it's like in every town. Not every. I'm like, oh. A majority, I, but not every. <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's not all murders. I mean, people know it for Jeffrey Dahmer. That's the problem. See, I was we say, got a serial killer. See, I that's mean, what God. I knew it for was for Dahmer. And I grew up in Chicago. And as far as I was concerned, you know, Wisconsin and Milwaukee was the thing on the highway sign for 294 North. Yeah. All I knew is that if you followed that road, apparently it led to that place. I didn't. I had no idea where it was, how big it was, how small it was. But of course, we all learned about Jeffrey Dahmer. So I'll tell you why I'm happy for the city, though, because I mean, this is a pretty big moment for huge. for a city that I mean, the last uh, uh, the last championship was a Packers one, and again, Green Bay is two it's hours outside Milwaukee. Milwaukee, yeah, it's, it's not. not. That's a Wisconsin team, not a Milwaukee Gosh, team. I think it's even further than two it hours. It probably is, but I'm just being nice and, and yeah. saying two hours, um, which is one reason, by the way, why you'll never see a Super Bowl at In the Green hallowed Bay, yeah. Lambeau Field. No. That town could not support no. the fucking circus that, that is the Super Bowl. Bowl um, but with that being out there, you guys haven't had one since the Packers in 2008, 9, so, 10, around there? The Bucks, from my experience growing up, the Bucks were always like not good and just like a cheap weekend activity. You like, guys we had used to, uh, we, used, we used to go, uh, we used to take our church youth group mm-hmm. to Bucks games because tickets awesome. were like five. So your Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks were the 1990 Chicago Blackhawks for like yes. the city. Where- for a very long time. And and even so, you know, when they, I feel like they got pretty far recently too. No, it's all the hype. And again, I'm not a big NBA guy, but. Um, but as far as like growing up in Milwaukee, the Bucks were always like. I was going to say, where they do they rank? They suck. And you go get a cheap ticket and you have nachos and you kind of watch the okay. game with your friends and that's it. Because see, for me, my entire childhood in Chicago was the fever. Yeah. That was Michael Jordan. And one, no one could get a ticket. No. To a game, unless you were loaded or knew somebody. 
we knew the Milwaukee <laughs> we knew the Milwaukee Bucks because people would travel yeah. to Milwaukee when the Bulls, Bulls would play to them Milwaukee, to see yeah. Jordan play because you could get a ticket. Trust me. There were always tickets available to Bucks games growing up. So, and I mean, that was kind of the joke with the Brewers, too. When I was a kid, the Brewers weren't great. I mean, they weren't bad, but, you know, basically everybody said, you know, you're going to tear down County Stadium and build them this new state of the art stadium. Miller Park, which is now what AmFam, something else, whatever. Um, but they're like federated, uh, <laughs> federated product. It's not Amway. <laughs> um, but that was the joke. Everybody's like, well, you better win a world series if we're going to build you a new stadium. Yeah. And that was kind of what everybody said about Pfizer. They were like, if we're, Hey bucks, like pick up the pace a little bit. It man. goes hand in hand with almost, you can't attract those players without those facilities. And that's where, and that was where the argument came in. And, and again, to be fair, you know, the, the Bradley center, which is now the Pfizer forum, totally different, um, building had, you know, it, that's where all the concerts came. Yeah. Any big concert that came that's to Milwaukee came was. to the Bradley center, the, the Milwaukee admirals played there. So it wasn't just the bucks, but we all kind of laughed. We're like, you're going to, Build the Bucks, the this, Bucks, yeah. this gorgeous new state-of-the-art arena when they, they kind of suck. I mean, and, but then is, now they don't kind of suck, so I that's mean, good. I mean, the NBA is a hip sport. Yeah. It is a hip sport. It has, you know, the celebrities along the courts. It has the hip music endorsements. Oh, my God. Sheryl Crow was at a Bucks game the other night. It was Sheryl Crow. Who else was it? Um, Chance the Rapper. Yeah. And somebody else. I mean, just like to see those people at a Milwaukee Bucks Milwaukee. game is mind blowing to me. I, I knew Cheryl Crow was a huge Bucks fan. Yeah. But just to see those people like courtside at a Bucks game, you don't you didn't see that growing up. That, that that's not where celebrities went to be seen. So it's not it, like a I mean, Knicks game. It'll be good for the city. I mean, because I yeah. know their their whole resurgence has happened with the arrival of Giannis. Yeah. You know, the Greek freak, which took a few years to catch steam, but now here they are on the cusp of an NBA. Finals appearance, just the, the appearance is good for business. And I said the yeah. same thing about Phoenix with the Suns. And the Suns, of course, you know, have a history of getting there before back in the Charles Barkley days. But it's good for business for Phoenix and yeah. for Arizona to have a championship playing there. I would love to see Milwaukee win this, especially. I'd love to see the Bucks specifically because they really have been. They, be, that would be fucking crazy. To see the, the Milwaukee Bucks win the NBA championship. That'll be the first time you ever see me in a Bucks with, t-shirt. With, by the way, with a Greek black guy. Can we can we talk about that? <laughs> Can we just back up the entire thing with that? Do you think he's got a Scotty accent Holy yet? Holy smokes. How does a, a Greek, Wisconsin-Milwaukee accent sound? Yeah, man, that's a, that's a mouthful. Not only is his actual name. A mouthful. A mouthful. <laughs> So far, it has exceeded my expectations, but uh, we're getting solar put in, solar panels, because we live in Arizona now where there's 355 days of sun a year in Tucson, so why not convert that bad boy into ice-cold air conditioning? Makes sense. Um, I love the way he, you can't see it. He just did just like a hand it. crank <laughs> motion. It's like, I, it's, it's like I have an old man out there with a monkey who's, who's actually doing it right now. 
That's that's how the. It's not how solar works, but okay. That's how the energy is made right now. <laughs> um, but no, so we're getting solar, right? And we're getting Tesla, and it's, it's Tesla. Tesla. It's a complete online experience where you go to their website. It's it's crazy. I don't think we've ever spent this much money on something without talking to without somebody. Without talking to a human being, never. <laughs> but. We've done the whole thing online and you set up everything. And this is true for their cars, like all their yeah. products, right? And and you did, 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 give them all this stuff. And everything's been an email or a text. I've talked to one person over the phone and it was like 13 seconds. It was just to schedule something. But I've been able to do this whole thing online and they've been communicating because there's a lot of like fucking permits involved. I was say they have to contact like our HOA. Yeah, and, and you're dealing but with. But they do all of that. Yeah, you're you're dealing with building codes and housing codes and you know uh, electrical companies and all this stuff. And I'm getting all these emails that I'm just on the rec- receiving end of. Like they're doing everything and I'm just watching it happen. So it's so interesting where I'm like this whole thing's going to happen and I'm not going to have really talked to anybody. No, but you are going to have to cough up a lot I of money. I am going to have to pay some money <laughs> for it. But um but 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 with that what's what's crazy about it is that um, this just happened in Tucson. Now, this is now we don't live in Tucson proper. No, we live in Oro Valley. It's a suburb of Tucson. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a burb of Tucson. Sometimes we'll say Oro Valley, other times we'll say Tucson if we just don't want to confuse people. Um, they just passed a new, I guess it'd be a ordinance, ordinance, yeah, right, or a regulation or a building code, whatever. Uh, new homes that are being built have to have EV hookups in their garage and the ev of course is electric vehicle so where is this ordinance for it's tucson it's tucson it's the okay. city of tucson so that's not us so it's not but, us but, but i'm sure it'll expand so let's say there's somewhere in tucson right now and they're going to build the next happy pines right and they're like here's our new subdivision it's happy pines that would be funny if you built a happy pines because there are no pine trees here Thank you. <laughs> so you have happy pines here in tucson arizona and you're going to put in 40 homes and those 40 homes are going to be three bedrooms and two baths. They're going to have pools. And they all, the same way, they have to have 12-volt outlets and the other appliance outlets. They are going to have to have electric vehicle outlets That's cool. in the garage. Which is, if for people who don't know, and it really does go to... Ex- I mean, it's worth explaining for a second that hybrids... And electric vehicles are not the same. No. Sometimes I, I've met a lot of people that think they're the same thing. Where where I say, "Oh, I have a Rav Four Toyota Hybrid," and they go, "Oh, you plug it into the no. wall." So go, no, no, no. a hybrid vehicle runs partially on gas and partially off a of battery. Yes. And they kind of work together. And yes, your gas is cheaper, um, but you do have to keep an eye on your battery. Like I have, I have a Prius. Yeah. And if I ran out of gas, I could drive on the battery, but not for very long. <laughs> and for only like up to like 20 miles yeah. per hour, like you're cruising. Like. I mean, it's better than the old days when like I'd run out of gas and had to push my car into the <laughs> gas station. Sput- sputter out on the side of the and road. I had, to, I had to grab a couple of like strong men and throw it in neutral and be like, yeah. let's push her guys. And like, yeah. it's not like that, but it, it, no, we don't plug in our cars. Yeah. So, I mean, but hy- they do cost more because the, you can run it off the battery. Yeah. Too. And, and like, you know, you have a Prius, which is, you, you you know, capable of 49, 50, 51 miles well, to the gallon. And, and driving the car is what charges the battery. Yeah. So it doesn't charge like when it's sitting in the driveway. So if you were to buy a hybrid vehicle, 
really, there's no skin off your ass as far as your life. Your life goes on as normal, yeah. except you probably fill up gas a little bit less. And, and when you do, it doesn't it, cost It doesn't cost as much. as much, no. But it does cost more out of pocket for the car. Now, if you buy a electric vehicle, you go, man, I want that new Tesla whatever. Or I want that new, what's the one that they're pushing on uh, TV? Volkswagen. So, Volkswagen yeah. EV ID or whatever. SUV or something. Or I want that new electric Ford F-150 they yeah. just released. If you want one of those, what is involved in your future is paying a couple thousand dollars to have a proper charging station installed in your garage because... Surprise, surprise, you can't just plug it in to your outlet. Nope. <laughs> Doesn't work that yeah, way. Yeah. You can't just, I mean, you know. So electric vehicles are coming down in cost. They just are. Yeah, but you also have to look at it this way. Vehicles are going up in cost in general. That too. That's something, the prices are getting a lot closer, right? That's something we talked about right before you left Michigan. Obviously, being the home of GM, we're like, man, these new cars oh my are costing like twenty five, thirty thousand yeah. dollars. When remember, you could you could get a like a, a Kia Sport for thirteen nine. You know, like those days <sighs> those, are gone. so gone. Listen, good friends like ours of the UAW Brotherhood tree, they don't work for free. Okay, <laughs> if you want. If you want his quality Craftsman GM truck, you better pay for it. If I'm paying twenty five grand for a car, I better plug into the wall. But I mean, seriously, that was something. Now that electric vehicles are 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 coming down in price, so all right, we're we're and they're not. They're also like you said, there's more companies making them. There's more companies making them. Because for a while, them. it was just a couple, and now like yeah. we saw an ad last night for Volkswagen. Yeah. So, but you were then on the hook for well, how the fuck do I charge this thing now? There is, especially here in Arizona, I'm not quite sure where you live, where you're listening from, there are more and more electric vehicle charging stations everywhere you go. Yeah. In parking lots, they have them. So, you you know, you can charge your car as you go. Let's say your car is a 200-mile-per-hour range. But still, if you want a home charging station, which you will need. Yeah, you kind of have to have You it. have to pay for it. And I said, man, would that encourage people? Imagine you move into one of these new homes. So there's a new, let's say, Pine Ridge opens, Right. Pine Ridge, hi Pine Ridge, and you buy one of the homes, and you don't even really care about electric vehicles, but you, you move into your new home and, and look in your garage, and it says, "Here's a little hookup for an electric vehicle." And you go, "Oh, no shit!" And then maybe six months, nine months down the line, the wife's car goes out. You got to get a new car. Well, we could get an electric vehicle because we yes. have the plug. And then when you show up to the dealership, they go, "What are you looking for?" He goes, "You want this? You want diesel? You want electric?" And then you go, "Oh shit! You know what? Actually, we can." That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like getting meeting people halfway. Two questions. Go ahead. First question. Go ahead. Do these charging stations run off like your electricity, or do they produce their own? I mean, they're. I think like because your electric bill is going to go up. So yes, you are going. So you produce the electricity. Yeah. Right. So in a home like ours, which is going to have um, solar panels. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. And we're also going to have an additional feature. It's called a power wall. It's where we can store electricity. We could theoretically create our own energy and feed it into the car. But, I mean, that's but like that a, costs its own money. I mean, that's solar panels. Yeah. That's so a lot now, of money. Now, so if you're an average person and you're just plugging in, yes, it is like plugging in another appliance. And what you do is you put your electric, you know, your per kilowatt cost versus your per gallon cost. Yeah. Are you saving money? Most likely you are. Now, are they for everyone? No. 
Are they for folks that legitimately need big cars or for people that drive three, four, five, six hundred miles in a trip? No. Second question. And this is going to be like some conspiracy theory stuff Go here. Ahead. Do you think, because, well, I, I shouldn't even ask. It's not really a question because I already know the answer. People will think that the electric car companies are in cahoots mm-hmm. with local politicians and lawmakers. Because <sighs> really, think about not it. The, not, not the companies, but I'd say the industries, yeah. That's I just, everything. I, Listen. Yeah, I know. Everybody's Listen shaking everybody's hand. Everyone has a lobbyist. Whatever it, listen, whoever prints your Bible is part of the National Christian <laughs> Publishers of America. Nothing is pure anymore. And they employ a <laughs> lobbyist who's in Washington right now to ensure that their Bibles can be in every Best Western <laughs> from here to the Mississippi. That's just the way it fucking works. So I have no doubt that the the industry, but it also, oh, uh, to me, oh, I just bit my tongue. Um, it also, to me, Speaks more like when apartments started coming pre-equipped for high-speed internet. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you remember this, because you moved out of your parents' home a little bit later. Not till what, 2000? Uh, 2005. Five. So, so I was 23. I mean, the internet came of age in the late 90s, and then in the 2000s, it went from being like novel to you have to have it. And I saw in apartments, it went from we have like a computer lab yes. to all of a sudden... The more upgraded or fancier or bougie ones had either one, they supplied the high speed yeah. internet, which is crazy. Imagine that today. It well, it went from like um like some places. Remember when they used to include utilities? That was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they it was like they either yeah they either gave you high speed internet for free or your utilities. You never got both though. But you know, then all of a sudden, it kind of went from just that to like. Well, no, everyone's using high-speed internet. We need to have it everywhere. Yeah. So that's the way I look at it. More like, it's like you're going to have homes that are smart homes. You're going to have homes that are going to have USB plugs instead of traditional, you know, 12-volt plugs. I feel like it's just a step forward as a thinking, you know, this this might be a selling point for someone. You know, maybe there is someone who has an EV that's looking for a community like this. But I don't know. I thought it was interesting, man. That is interesting. I mean, it's in Tucson. So, you know... It's it's we're our own thing out here. Like I said, I, I I don't think I'd see an ordinance like this happen somewhere in Pennsylvania or but, Flint, Michigan, where we well, used to live. Listen, the big three. <laughs> there's six million reasons for that. If there's one thing my son has figured out, and we were talking about lobbyists. He's figured out the power of the big three yep. and how well they kept Tesla out of Michigan yep. because he spots. Every Tesla, and not only is Arizona kind of Tesla country because he does a lot of work out here and they test the cars and and whatever, but just Michigan did a lot to keep Elon out and keep him at bay. And you can see it because there's not a lot of Teslas on the road in Michigan. And a lot of it is just environment. I mean, we live in a place right now that is short on water and basically short on everything. So they're like, hey... We all need to work together to preserve our resources, yeah. and part of that might be you getting an electric car. So it's just interesting to me to see as we kind of make those those step forwards. You know, it's it's the same thing we do now. Me and you, we what what do we do? We, we uh, 
retrofitted our home here for putting in USB cords yeah. and making kind of this a little bit more of a smarter home that works more for the, the, the technology that we use. So, yeah. you know, one one kind of one step forward, I guess, right? The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.